Welcome to the Healthcare Weekly Podcast, where you can learn about the innovative ideas and technologies reshaping the healthcare industry. Join over 150,000 monthly readers and listeners all over the world. Each week, we sit down with some of the most brilliant minds in healthcare to learn what the future holds. The Healthcare Weekly Podcast, healthcare innovation starts here. Welcome to another episode of the Healthcare Weekly Podcast. I'm Peter Narsin. I'm the CEO at Digital Authority Partners and Healthcare Weekly. Last week, we talked to Dr. Lucien Ide from Remedy, a B2B healthcare company offering a new application to help support clinics during the new coronavirus outbreak. The app works to screen patients for symptoms or risk factors before they come into the healthcare system. Today, we are talking to Terry Ryan. He is the CEO of Health Champion, a company which is offering free access to its remote health monitoring platform and management platform via a coronavirus symptom tracker. So a very high level, the Health Champion solution is the counterpart of the remedy solution to doctors, which is why I'm really excited to talk to Terry Ryan today. Terry, welcome to the Healthcare Weekly Podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Cordero. Absolutely. So um, let's begin by starting to talk about Health Champion, what it is to both the kind of the layperson listening to this podcast, but also our uh, healthcare B2B listeners. Yeah, sure. So to oversimplify things, Health Champion is a digital health analytics company. And we are focused in the space around the consumer. We're a very consumer-driven version of a health platform that at the core of everything is trying to digitize and analyze for those consumers their health and their health care. So again, we started about a year and a half ago as a company. We're headquartered in Chicago. We have offices up in Milwaukee also. So Midwest, uh, born and bred company. And uh, we're focused at consumers, but I ask people to remember that that's our go-to-market. It makes a lot of sense. But if you understand consumers become patients and become employees on a regular basis, so we actually do a lot of work in the B2B space also, but we'd actually call it B2B2C versus B2C. So there's lots of times that our consumers, be it with your doctor, your provider, your hospital, and or your employer, you know, becomes a patient or has to be working on a medical need that we try to enable and empower to happen. But it all comes back down to the consumer deciding in our world and our platform what information is shared in a secure way, at what level, with who. So it's all about the consumer. It's about the consumer's needs. And it's about managing both their health and their health care through a, a set of applications and uh, platforms that are out there that analyze what goes on in that environment. So can you talk about how Health Champion works from an end consumer point of view, kind of step by step? Yeah, yeah. So a consumer, like many apps out there, uh, we have our classic free version that does a lot of amazing things that you should go download and give it a try. And it does way more than you could ever imagine. And of course, as we evolve the company, we, we plan to roll out premium editions of that platform. So let's just start, though, with what's live today in our free version of the app and not talk so much about futures, right? So a consumer who's out there is saying, you know, I've got a series of health-related apps on my phone. It could be maybe one that I 
speak to or look at relative with my doctor when I visit them. It could be one that I use for, you know, taking a walk uh, when I walk down the street or taking a jog or a run or a bike or a swim. It could be the Apple Watch that sits on their hand or the Fitbit that sits or the withing scale that they step on every morning. Uh, these are all part of a consumer's, you know, daily life. And it's becoming more techified and tech-enabled. And even in these times, I think there's going to be some funding that still goes towards, you know, the digitization of a consumer's world. So in other words, help the consumer see and understand their health data on a regular basis. And don't make it real hard for them to cross-consolidate the 18 apps on their phone today. No kidding that they use to manage their quote-unquote health. So Health Champion enters the picture and says, hey, here's the deal. We represent you. If you give us the rights to represent you, download our free app, sign our HIPAA authorizations, because we are a HIPAA certified firm, we will go and automatically gather all that data and we'll bring it all to you in one spot. Keep using that Apple Watch. Keep using that Fitbit. Use that Withing Scale. Visit that doctor. Go to that hospital. Have that surgery. It's, it's all okay. Okay? That's going to happen. So we've developed an architecture that's live today where the consumer basically comes in and signs up for our free version, tells us a very few things about themselves, your birth date, your legal name, the classic two things, if you will. And then what we do is we go out and we gather health information about them. They go through an authentication process if it comes to health, electronic health records, which is if you're after the records that sit with multiple different doctors or multiple different hospitals or even one, okay, you have to go through an authentication process. We're the first ones in the world that have done that. We don't ask you for any logons, any passwords. You basically prove you are to us. You are who you are. And with that, we then go and get your electronic health records from over 600,000 locations in the U.S. today, okay, and bring those into your app. And people say it takes about five minutes for the first time for that to come through. Along with that, so now that we've got your electronic records coming in and you're not signing on to multiple different EHR systems, which we all do to try to find records. So your interface now with them. So those records come in. So now you say, okay, let me hook up and put things like my Apple Watch, my Fitbit, my, my Withing Scale, maybe my Sunto uh, Watch. All of these things, we have over 400 devices that now you just basically hook up to their apps, okay? And so now we have all your automated devices. We have all your electronic health records. And now Health Champion is running and managing your health and basis. So all of this data now is flowing into the Health Champion app. And now it's about us trying to provide value back to the consumers. And one of the most core value statements that we have today in our free app is not the ability just to gather all that data and have it all together. So when I go look at my blood pressure, when I've done this, I now have blood pressures for the last 15 years including the one I took the last time I was at my doctor for my annual physical. And if it comes off a device I'm using at home, which I use, I also can see that it's all in one list. So you have all this together, but that's kind of like the basics. That's maybe the table stakes. One of the most classic things we do now is we allow you to share. It's the consumer who controls this. The consumer now gets to decide who gets access to their data that they now have all in a consolidated spot. So today, live in our free version, I can say to my wife, hey, I would like you to have access to my health records. I type in her mobile or email, 
record gets sent to there. If she's a health champion user, she gets an easier way, just a quick request. And she says, okay. If she isn't, she downloads the free app. She says yes to my records. And now my wife can see my records in her app when she uses health champion. She can use health champion once she wants, but she can see my records. So now you're talking about the world of remote sharing. You're talking about the world of remote monitoring. And you're talking about a secure world. Again, Ecodrin, let's remember, this is all done in a secure HIPAA environment. And we as a company don't even have to be HIPAA compliant, but I say we are. We're certified on purpose to kind of raise the bar around this to make people feel a little bit more comfortable. So again, gather your data, share it with who you want in a secure way. And then there's a whole platform that we can talk about next, but there's a whole business analytics platform that if you wanted to give your employer, or if you wanted to give your doctor, or if you wanted to give a hospital access to, that's your rights as a consumer. We can do things for those different groups to track and look at people like you, if that's what you'd like to have happen. So again, it's consumer decided, it's consumer centric. Sure. So kind of to summarize, really what we're talking about here is a digital health passport that each consumer could access after downloading your mobile application, that you basically centralize health data from various health systems past doctor visits whenever that information is available, and all of that information can become available at the fingertips of any user directly through the Health Champion application. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, of course, about the authentication protocols, because I'm sure as people are listening to the podcast, the most common fear, especially healthcare professionals, have is the data integrity and security of information that is presented. You mentioned that the health champion would ask a few questions in order to make sure that authentication works as planned, but I do want to give you the, the chance to talk through how your company makes sure that the right person only gets access to only his actual medical records. Yeah, so unlike what I'll call some leading companies have done over the last couple of years, which they'll say, if they try to represent you in this space, they say, give me your login and your password. We've decided and thought at the beginning that wasn't the right way to do this kind of stuff. Those are things that change. Those are things that need to be managed. You know, anyone can find those. And, and what do you do in a secure way with those things? And what are we supposed to do with them? So what we try to do is we try to look at it differently. And we built an architecture that basically uses an authentication engine like you would be doing if you were signing up for maybe a bank account. So think more in the financial services industry or a, you know, a credit checker or something like that, where you're used to seeing these kind of things, where you're not asking for your log and your password. You're looking at things that, you know, like fully more robust engines that are asking stuff very unique to you for you to prove who you are before they're going to allow you to log into these things. So we looked at it from a different perspective. We built an authentication engine that asks you a series of questions when you want to down your records for the very first time. And it's a series of questions, think between four and seven. And as people have seen these questions, and when you, when you see them, if you try to do it, you will understand that they are impossible questions to answer for anyone else other than you. And people could guess at them. Uh, but when you have five answers to every question, including none of the above on a regular basis, you start to understand it's really, really difficult. So there's a series of questions through an authenticator that we've 
partner with that make you basically prove who you are. If you don't have that, we have the ability to work directly with you in kind of a manual way and go through some of this stuff. But but if you go through the authentication engine, we've had you know, great success with that. I think somewhere close to 80-something percent, it might be 83%, people that go through Authentive, answer the questions, get it right the first time. They are difficult questions, but they're really easy for the person who knows the answer, <laughs> right? So that's how you get authenticated in our world and then in the position to then decide, okay, I am who I am. I'm getting this data. It is consolidated. Now the opposite works is now I need to decide I'm the consumer. Now I'm deciding who do I share this consolidated data with? So of course, that's the opposite, which is now we have outbound data. And so we control and track in a secure, logged way uh, through, of course, encryption techniques and all the you know big things that are out there in tech right now. But we allow you and by your choice to decide who you share your records with. Today, our app, it's either you shared all you or you not. I would say over the next three months, uh, we'll be moving more to kind of tiered type sharing. But today in our free app, you could share your temperature for the last 14 days. If you took your Withings device or your Bluetooth across your forehead, that automatically goes into Health Champion or you use your good old fashioned thermometer and you can manually enter that in Health Champion. If your doctor said today, you know, please send me the last 14 days of your temperature. Health Champion can empower you to do that today in a secure way, and only you decide who gets what data. So can you talk about this a little more, which is how do I share this data with doctors, family members, et cetera? Um, you gave this example of I took my temperature for the last two weeks. Like, what is the format? that this information is actually shared with a doctor or close one? It's shared in two ways. We basically can share it in, it's encrypted. It's in shared in both, you know, you can share it in a very visual way, a very easy way for people to read it and consumer and consumer. But we also basically share it in a fire kind of standard if they want it to be received in a digital way. But what would the doctor get? Is it, okay, so my doctor, she says, okay, give me your loss two weeks of your blood pressure reading. And I go to the app and presumably let's say that that information was stored on the app and I tap on share. Like what happens? Like are you generating an email? Should the doctor have to download the health champion application? What's the process? Like what is a deliverable, if you will, that a doctor yeah. would get? So when you speak of a doctor, there's, there's two different ways we currently have live that happens. They can sign up for Health Champion and be a Health Champion themselves, okay? So they can receive secure information from anyone else who has allowed them to receive it as a Health Champion user. The other way is we work with doctors, groups, and organizations to give them back-end, I call it analytical kind of tools that they can look at, actually call it, you know, think about it as like a business dashboard, right? So a doctor's tracking a series of patients, Maybe their nurse is helping, right? And they want to look at those patients because of COVID-19 and a series of them using Health Champion. We could have Health Champion sharing the, the symptom tractor we run, which includes the temperatures and the answers to questions that happens for 14 days straight. And a doctor could be using our business engine, if you will. So not so much their mobile app. It'd be like a desktop version of our business engine. And that tool, that platform allows them to look at groups of people 
which are, of course are individuals and patients with different information. So basically think of it as the FIRE protocol allows them to have access as long as you've enabled it to that information through their business engine tools that we provide them. So there's kind of enterprise class tools that we give groups as compared to you want to share this with you know your husband or wife or significant other, right? We're not going to give a business class analytical type of tool because you're not managing a whole group of people. So again, a doctor can be a doctor to you and you can say, I'll share it to them. Or a doctor can be part of a group that is looking at this from a patient population and they'd have our tools available, which are online cloud-based tools that you can run on a mobile device, but you're probably going to want to run in a bigger frame, you know, looking at something desktop, if you will. So are you integrated with any EMRs? So this data that's collected at the application level, uh, I know for a fact that, that, you know, my doctor uses amazing charts to collect data about me. Would this information go all the way to the EMR or it would have to be ported over from your desktop-based application into the record of choice at a hospital or a medical practice level? Yeah, so we integrate by pulling data from those uh, we kind of, I would say, are part of our secret sauce is how we pull from those entities. Today, we integrate with over 600,000 different entities and different systems to pull your healthcare records, to put them in front of your eyes like you've never seen them before. You know, be it your immunizations, be it your encounters, be it your hospital visits, be it any kind of visit, any kind of electronic medical record we generally have access to, and they pull. Now, what we don't have maybe is the, which is the opposite, you know, in the futures, you can imagine somehow something happens, you know, where you'd like to kind of upload information into that, right? More versus keeping in the health champion. So you can imagine a day where, where maybe, you know, people are tracking their heart rate and are tracking their weight on a regular basis. And that's just built into everything we walk around with and they're all miniaturized and, you know, amazing, you know, before you have that teledoc appointment that those records are, you know, pumped over the line or said differently, they've already become a part of your EHR, but they've come from you. They've come from the devices you're wearing. Instead of you walking into a brick and mortar's doctor's office and saying, let me, let me weigh you, let me take your blood pressure medicine and let me take your temperature. Maybe you could see the day where if that's already happening to people all the time in a health champion environment in a very, you know, constructive, nice, engaging kind of way, hey, remind you to take your temperature. Hey, remind you to do the kind of thing. You can imagine that that data, a doctor, nurse, group, hospital would love to see that before you arrive. So that's futures. It's not there. So so kind of the moving the data from the consumer devices that they have integrated at their level up to their core, maybe universal health record that people you give authority to see that when you're not a consumer, when you're a patient, you're in that environment. I think the world's our oyster there and that can happen. But that's just futures for us, right? It makes sense, but it's futures. Gotcha. So kind of to summarize right now, how Champion operates by pulling data from all these records, not by pushing it towards them yet. Other than the sharing, yes. And then ultimately, the vision for how Champion is truly to become somewhat of a personalization engine to the end consumer so that it's not just a question of, analyzing this data, but ultimately, if you will, shaping consumer behavior, right? So if you have access to all this data, well, you know, I use MyFitnessPal 
And my fitness pal sent me reminders like, hey, you haven't logged your dinner tonight. Do it now. Would Health Champion operate in a similar fashion by proactively telling consumers, hey, take your temperature or hey, you should have a vaccine for the flu because it's flu season? Yeah, the, the answer is we do that today, even in the free version. So let's talk COVID-19 and let's talk pre-COVID-19. So to your exact point, we have what we call um, pathways and pathways are generically can be lots of things of how you're trying to engage with a consumer around their health. A uh, pathway can be trying to understand how you're doing against flu season as much as it could be about COVID-19. It could be trying to understand what you need to do to prepare for a knee surgery that's elective also and what you need to do post. But let's stick a little bit with, you know, the reality of today. So in the past fall, we, we had a flu symptom tracker, which kind of reminded you to think about getting your flu shot. You know, told you to take some temperatures, you know, and gently nudged you just like you said your, your other apps do. So I think there's absolutely need for other apps that are specialized and powering. Health Champion's job is to bring them all together into one spot. And with all of that data, it doesn't matter, and it shouldn't matter to you where it's coming from, as long as you're allowing it to come from there, and you have those devices, or you manually enter it if you don't, that empowers Health Champion to bring everything together to hopefully make those recommendations, nudge people, engage with them. Yes, today, we get nice little notices on our Apple Watches, and we pop stuff up on lock screens that remind you to do things. So getting closer to the reality of today, Real easy thing for Health Champion to do over the last couple of months, trying to think about how we can help with COVID-19. We're already in the digital health space. We're already working with consumers who sometimes are patients. We're already working with doctors and hospitals. You know, the question we sit back and say, could we possibly make a difference here? So we don't change anything about the architecture, what we're doing, or where we're heading, or the vision of the company. We basically say, listen, we should follow CDC and WHO guidelines. We should put out a COVID-19 symptom tracker. And that symptom tracker is just another pathway that does things simply like, you know, tells you at certain times of the day to take your temperature two times a day. I think once a day, it actually asks you to answer some questions about coughing and shortness of breath. And then of course, that runs over a 14-day period. And if you ever answer questions or if your temperature ever gets elevated, of course, we recommend and point you to your doctor's or the CDC for further help and guideline. And, you know, we're not a doctor or an agency like that, but what we're trying to do for the consumer is provide value add to say, if you're taking your temperature, you're worried about COVID-19, you know, we've already looked at how these guys say you should be managing the life, the types of things you should do will gently nudge you that you need to do this stuff over a 14 day period of time. And if any case during that, something looks a little bit out of line or the CDC changes the recommendations, like with the mess recently, maybe we can plug something more in. But bottom line, it allows you as a health champion to better manage your health in this time with COVID-19. Again, nothing's being shared with anyone unless you want it to. But again, I, I would hope maybe people would want to share this information with their doctor if they ran into a problem. Maybe the doctors are going to end up saying, hey, can everyone you know that's in our practice tell us if anyone's sick? You never know where this stuff goes. So go back to the architecture and vision of health champion is to empower the consumer with the data they have, gently engage with them, gently nudge them to make smart healthcare decisions. And maybe doing all of that causes kind of healthcare to shift a little bit, how it's delivered, how it's serviced, 
how the data moves around in a more efficient, effective way where people have the data they need. You don't have to walk into the doctor's office. When you do walk in, it's for very important reasons because in this world, you're not going to be out right now. They know you walked in the office because of geolocation. You've already shared your temperature, your weight for the last two weeks because that's standard now. And you've approved that because that's your doctor's a health champion user. And your forms are all filled out too and sent over a couple of days before you arrive because that's what happens. That's the world of the future, but it's really not the future. That can absolutely happen and is happening today. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about this tracker, right? So in kind of the simplest terms, it operates as a constant survey on symptoms that a person may have over a period of 14 days, correct? So I download the application, you ask me some qualifying questions, presumably, let's say I'm at high risk, what happens next in terms of like collecting this data? And then after that, I would love for you to talk about what happens if, let's say, you collect the symptoms and every CDC guideline tells you that this person has coronavirus. Or I've talked to a lot of doctors, there's no test or screener that can say 100% that you have it. It could only tell you like the percentage of likelihood of you being infected, right? So this is not a a diagnostic tool. But what happens if you have reason to believe programmatically that someone might have it? So let's go to kind of the bottom line. In the case where your temperature is either elevated, which we're watching because you're giving it to us, and that's twice a day, or you're answering the questions, the assessments that happen once a day for the 14 days, if any of those things move in the direction according to CDC guidelines here in the U.S., where the, you know, you've answered, yes, I'm short of breath, but no, I don't have a cough. Any of those things basically cause one simple thing to happen in Health Champion right now. We ask you to further explore your information relative to the CDC guidelines or contact your doctor, right? So again, you know, a month and a half ago, we didn't have a COVID-19 tracker, but a few months ago, we had a flu tracker. So we can keep putting trackers like for COVID-19 in place. It can advise you and do the right things. And remember, I think it's the right thing to pay attention to these government agencies globally, uh, including the CDC here in the U.S. Pay attention to what they say. Try to empower people and cause them to make the right decisions. Now, listen, I've run this tracker, and real simply, you know, I'm on lots of meetings, and if I get a notice uh, to take my temperature versus not get one, uh, there's uh, even me, <laughs> the health champion. Uh, sorry, I'm going to re- I'm going to try to take my temperature uh, versus saying, "Hey, Terry, remember, according to the guidelines, you're a smart guy. You should be taking your temperature twice today." I try that theory versus having an app trying to remind you to do it. Your results are dramatically different when you have gentle reminders. We all have busy lives. So, so again, come back to is we put in place both temperature tracks uh, that can be automatically through automated uh, Bluetooth devices into your record, or they can come off of anything you can that interfaces temperature with us. You combine that with what the recommendations are. So you answer a symptomatic, a symptoms tracker type spreadsheet of questions. If any of those things go out of the norms, what Health Champion does today is you know, point you to CDC for more information, click here or contact your doctor. And then, of course, at the end of 14 days, if everything goes well, congratulations, you made it through the 14-day process, but you could run another 14-day process if you wanted. You know, we could put out, if the government says next, hey, the next thing is to track people after they've had it once, you know, the rebound, uh, maybe it's a seven-day process of someone who's had it before. So 
A health champion just wants to try to be there and put things in place that causes consumers, it nudges them, if you will, causes consumers to be able to do the right things. They want to do the right things. And where that data is shared or analyzed, it really starts to become in the hands of the consumers. As we've talked with employers, you know, a case would be, you know, you're a construction worker and the construction working industry now is trying to manage and look at people's health, not just in their employees that are on job sites, but on their employees that are off job sites and they don't want them to come to job sites. So if a construction company calls us, which they have, and they say, we're an essential business, love to be able to track all our employees around their, their ability to have or not have COVID-19 and try to influence them to the right, do the right things. We all know that you can have no symptoms and still have it. We got to get to test for that. But today, when they say, can I use this with my employee population? Our answer is absolutely. We have a COVID-19 tracker. It equals what the government agencies are saying to do. You could ask your employees to download our free app. They run that. And the only thing you'd have to do is get their approval online to share that information with their employer. So you're just another group. You're just another entity. And any consumer can share it with whoever they want. But they have to go on file with us because we're tracking it. You know, they have to go on file with us that this is appropriate, that this is shared to this entity. So, but you can imagine flip the other end, those employers, for the sake of all the employees, not just one, and for the sake of their businesses running, really do need to know how people are feeling, really do need to get them to think about staying on top of this per the guidelines, really do need to get them to report. So how do you get that to happen in an efficient, effective manner? You know, the world's not perfect, but boy, you know, you would think there'd be, and that's the discussion we, we have with what we'll call the essential business world. The essential businesses are trying to do this. And the toughest thing is that we can help with is for them to understand that they have to basically track and interface with their employees around health issues that aren't just relative to when they're at work on working hours. That's very short in this equation. Yeah, if I understand correctly, if people take the, the test and they're at high risk, the application will tell them you should consult a doctor. Is that correct? Correct. And if the answer is you may be at risk or we just don't know yet if you really have it or not, the application will prompt the user to continue collecting data on a day-to-day -day basis so that the app can monitor the health of the patient. Correct. And just to kind of cause people to go, it makes such simple sense, but help them understand is, and if you were asked to take a COVID-19 test, the moment that hits your electronic medical records is also basically the moment it shows up in your health champion record, right? So again, you want to see the results of either your COVID-19 test. Maybe you have to take one now. Maybe we decide people have to take tests, you know, every quarter for a while or once a year going forward for the next couple of years to protect ourselves, our loved ones, our employers, the employees, right? Any kind of decision around that, remember, the moment you step into an electronic medical record, automatically from that point forward, once you authorized who you are, remember, from that moment forward, those same health records on any of those tests, any of those lab results, right, any of those temperatures being taken are in your health champion app if they came from, you know, some provider performing the facility. It's likely because of all the connections we built to be there way faster than you ever can imagine, like minutes after the test is conducted. And not to like worry people's thinking, but you almost 
start to understand that because of where the world is in digital interconnection now that you might have results of tests show up faster than you get the test formally through your doctor. So imagine, you know, you have an x-ray in the past and the x-ray results are out in the electronic world. Well, well, in the past, if you didn't have access to your electronic world of, of information, you know, you waited to talk to the doctor, or that doctor called you and walked you through the results of a test or called you in their office. In today's world, when those things are posted is when you can see them. Now, it's a different discussion of when does a doctor or professional or a nurse walk you through those results. But realize those are posted in your electronic medical records when they happen. Yeah, there's some stuff around certain things need to be released by doctors, but most stuff gets posted up really quickly. And I'd say in the spirit of making our healthcare system better, that's good for everyone. So the results are the results. Uh, let's let the information flow smoothly, except for a few key places, or there might be life or death issue kind of thing. And it'll empower people to have the information, right? Empower them to know that their test came back negative. If your test comes back negative, do you really need your doctor to call, right? Maybe the doctor just sends you an email and say, hey, good luck, stay in touch. You, you know, it came back negative. So instead of doctor calling about every single test, maybe certain tests don't need that kind of call. So I just kind of dawned on me that the speed and efficiency, which once you're hooked up to these electronic medicals come in to help champion you might be stunned that, you know, before your loved one is seeing results of tests or labs, you could possibly see them if they've shared them with you through Health Champion already. So just from my own clarification, you already kind of preemptively said, hey, there's some conditions that a doctor must release the data to you. Even if it comes to these sources of data, we don't show it to the customer. Right? I'm assuming there's some codes in there, medical codes or some way of health champion knowing like, hey, an extreme example would be like, hey, this patient tested positive for HIV AIDS, right? I'm assuming that's Correct. the data that even if it's added there, Correct. you wouldn't show it to the customer. But what about a more mundane example? So for example, let's say I did some blood work and that blood work is complete. I haven't met with my doctor, but it's loaded into the electronic medical record. Would that propagate to me? within the health champions? Yes, it, it, uh, it would propagate to you today. You'd see the results, everything. You'd see the reading abnormal or normal across the spectrum of things in front of you. And you'd see the ranges of what is normal. Most people's tests, you know, come back, you know, abnormal. You have it happen, right? But every once in a while it's abnormal. But yes, you see all the doctor's notes. You see everything that comes across. Anything that's on that file from anyone who's reviewed it with any kind of results, including notes. And it's, I want to say, blindingly fast. It's probably better said it's surprisingly fast how quickly that stuff travels. So, so yes, we need to watch out for certain things as a company, but that's the outlier. That's the unusual thing before a patient doctor have a discussion about something. I think there's also some stuff further up the food chain in electronic medical records where you know, certain things probably can't be released or seen for eyes into the system. So th I think there's a couple checks at both levels, and we both have to be concerned about that. But in general, the norm, 80%, 90% of the time, you want information flowing free. I remind people all the time, Kodrin, that, that you know, the PN HIPAA does not stand for privacy. We protect everyone's privacy. Every, you're concerned about your privacy. You only secure if you want to, as a consumer, securely share no one has to share. But again, the P stands for portability. 
So what governments around the world, not just the U.S., not just Europe, governments around the world are trying to get healthcare costs to come down. And part of their belief is if this information can flow more freely in a secure way, of course, protecting people's privacy, of course, but if it flows more freely in a way that's good that you as a consumer are okay with because it gets to the right people, everything should get more efficient. Things should move smoother. We should bring some costs out of the system. And I think factually, there's been enough studies to be true that that's, that's absolutely true. So now, you know, we got to go test that. And I'll tell you, Health Champion in the last year and a half has been astounded and surprised uh, how far that theory's come and how quickly data gets pushed around on someone, you know, if that someone wants to see the data. You know, in the past, there's not a lot of ways to see the data quite often. They've come in more and more online over the last couple of years. But again, I think we're the first company that says, this isn't about your health care. This is more about your health, which includes your health care. This isn't just about your electronic medical records. Yeah, those are important, but so is your family history. So is your device data. And any doctor would say, I would love to have access to my patient's heart rate versus when they walk in the office and it's generally elevated, they all know it because you're in a doctor's office. You're in a tough situation and most people have an elevated by just physically being in the doctor's office, sometimes for not the right reasons, but that, that's what happens. So again, imagine if that doctor could have the last two weeks worth of your heart rate on a daily basis, that would be very empowering to them. They could decipher things real quickly. At the same time, it's empowering to a consumer and we do this, that if your health rate continues to elevate over time and you hit certain trigger points, we should probably tell you about that and tell you it might be worth having a discussion with your doctor about it. Maybe you're going through a lot of stress because of coronavirus or something going on at work. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a change going on in your life. But imagine if Health Champion is running a 365, 24-7 physical on you all the time, looking at all your data and trying to tell you if anything changes or isn't trending enough in the right direction. And we don't share that with anyone unless you want us to. So imagine, you know, I call it like a concierge health for the masses. All of a sudden you're getting health advice that comes nowhere than health professionals written things that are important that we tried to implement into the AI framework of our apps and platform that tries to nudge you to do the right things and or tells you about a change in your health that you might not realize has been going on because of all these beautifully connected devices. But again, that's going to no one other than you unless you want it to go to someplace else. Gotcha. So um, I know you, you've mentioned kind of in passing that um, in addition to all of the medical records that Health Champion can pull information from you, you're also integrated with various smart devices. So I wanted to kind of give you the chance to talk about what type of devices you can pull data from. I'm assuming, of course, the Apple universe, uh, the Apple Health universe is one of them, but I do want to hear more about other sources of truth that are now available as a result of what we all call the Internet of Things uh, revolution, if you will, over the last uh, five years. Yeah, so, so, so if you go to our website, it's out there and our app actually shows you all these, but devices, that's over 400 devices today. Of course, it's constantly expanding. And of course, we're trying to figure out what devices are important for consumers or what devices are leading, 
which, you know, what devices do they use more than not? And, and yes, I think the world, I'm not going to answer your question, I promise. I think the world, and we really want to take a device first or an automated interface first, because I don't think people want to, even though some people need to. So you have to have ability. I don't think people want to manually manage their healthcare if they don't have to, right? So you got to look at the space and you say how far that space has come. And you have to constantly be adding more tools to this repertoire. But today, we integrate in production free of charge with over 400 devices from companies like, you mentioned Apple, right? Companies like Omron, Pair Fitness, Polar, Strava, Strev, Sunto, Steps Count, Swim Tag. I'm going to hit a couple. Fitbit, Garmin, iHealth, Under Armour, Withings, I've mentioned before in this podcast. And then, you know, there's other medical devices that fit in the world of asthma, like Asthma MD or Dario or iGlucose, very specific kind of device for guess what, right? or Misfit, or Nokia, or Omron. Again, so so these are all names of companies that have series of apps that we have 100% integrated to the best level we know how to with, and those are live today. And the question, of course, is we would love to hear from our health champions, and we ask for feedback on this is, you know, what are we missing? What do we not have? This is a lot, <laughs> Right. What do we not have that's out there that's kind of leading the charge? We would love to integrate it because underneath the covers, if we can get people to have a more automated health and healthcare world and digital information is flowing more easily and you're nudging them to do the right thing, I think you get consumers to focus on doing the right things for their healthcare as compared to trying to figure out their health, <laughs> right? So if we can enable them with devices like this and their electronic macro records to combine along with things like their demographics, all of a sudden you enable them to make choices, which are still their choice. You can choose to be a level healthy that someone else doesn't consider correct or is correct, but it's still your choice. But the key is you integrate with these devices, you magically let them talk. It gets all consolidated. You use the devices, you use other apps you want. That all comes into health champion but it's all there, it's all combined, and now Health Champion is trying to give you one comprehensive view across all that data of the types of things that you should be doing. And again, we're a year and a half old company, right? <laughs> Chicago-based, year and a half old company. You know, I can't even imagine where we are a year and a half from now. That's kind of how the device market fits into our space. It's very robust, but if someone new comes along that we've never heard about and it's taking the world by storm, I promise you, We'll be integrating with it because it's just to our advantage because we get beyond integrating the data. We get to the fun stuff, which is how do you provide value and information in an engaging way, not obtrusive, not disrespectful, not too engaging, but how do you involve, how do you get to engaging relationship with consumers to help them make good health and healthcare decisions? And it's not by making it so hard for them to look at their 18 apps every day on their mobile device, depending on what they're doing in any given day. It's about maybe they don't even have to look at one app. Maybe that one app just gives them an interface on a regular basis on what kind of things they need to be doing. They only go when they want there. I mean, weather, you know, dark sky is a great app that I love that I I give it a perspective is, you know, for some reason, every morning at 7am, I get a, what my day is going to look like from dark sky. I don't remember signing up for that, but I read that every day. I know it now. I live in the Midwest, so things vary a little bit more. But 
holy cow, that's value add to me, right? Based on where I am, they're going to tell me what my day looks like. Do I need to carry an umbrella or not? And what the highs and lows are going to be. And are we going to have sunshine here in Chicago? And, and again, it's just like health champion could be like that too. It's like kind of like no news is good news and things that are changing that we're watching. It doesn't take a person. It takes a bot constantly ro- rolling over this stuff and keeping you up to date that there's something changed in your life. Maybe you should take a look at it. Seems pretty powerful from our perspective. You know, again, we'll see as we continue diving into this with more and more data, you know, how much, you know, people feel that that does enable them and free them from worrying about the technology as compared to worrying about their health. Yeah, so as we're talking through all of these scenarios, you're really exposing a lot of ways and and benefits that consumers can get from being able to access their uh, health information online in an integrated fashion. So I do want to kind of give you the opportunity to kind of address that head on, right? Because we, we've given all of these like individual examples, but we haven't really talked more holistically. And I know it's a very simplistic question, but I, I feel like I have to ask it to put things in perspective, which is what are all the benefits of accessing your health record information digitally through the health champion that both physicians and end users patients can really get out of it? Wow. It's a big question. <laughs> I know. So, I, know. I, yeah, I just yeah, know no, no, we've it's, talked it's, about all of these individually that we should talk about the vision, right? The, the overall health yeah, vision yeah. for an end consumer via this type of platform. So again, we at Health Champion believe, and it's real easy to get other people to believe also that there's a better world out there, right? That the world isn't terrible in the health space. There's a lot of good things going on, but in the last, say, three to five years, there's just been a set of movements from government regulations around empowering the consumer and making data interoperability to be important to proliferation of just smart devices, if you will, all the way to healthcare professionals having to digitize electronic health records, right? Say about five years ago, kind of that really came you know, in vogue and really happened with some government ruined smart in the U.S. to have that. So the grander vision that I think a whole bunch of other people that kind of moved the big blocks out of the way in standardization of data and allowed digitization of that help to happen has just put us in a different spot and in a different light. And it's about why I started and why I founded Help Champion. It was I saw the ability to make a difference because of these things were in front of us. Not <laughs> didn't think I could solve those kind of things, but when you put those types of things, you know, government regulations, digitizations, fire standards, or standards of any type coming along, and then you've got doctors finally kind of over- overcoming that electronic health records are the way of the world going forward. You know, they don't sit in doctors' offices anymore, and then you have pretty important people out there believing that integrated data and making it integrated in a very cost-effective, cheap way, interoperability can empower the healthcare system to get better. It just causes you really to really think what we're doing here at Health Champion is spot on because consumers that keep coming on board in the thousands, you know, we're not at the hundred plus thousand yet, or we're getting there. You know, I would say, you know, we could possibly get there probably by the middle of this year. But, you know, when we have thousands of users using the app and giving us feedback, the feedback we get is really terrific, right? And 
we use that to drive where we go next in this equation. So an example of what's next is we're working on group sharing, where you could share with a family of people or a circle of care. Imagine if you're a person that has a child in a children's hospital in, say, Boston, and and you have a bunch of people that are caregivers that all need to be updated. So it's not just about sharing point-to-point or peer-to-peer as technologists come in, but it's about sharing with circles of care and making sure everyone's updated and coordinated with where hospital and doctors are super interested in. And imagine the reason they're interested in is because of the same reasons that I think Health Champion was invented and enabled to go do what it is, is they believe technology here, they believe data is interoperable, they believe you can move around securely. So they, they, even hospitals and doctors, have brought down the barriers of saying, there's got to be a better way to do this in the day we live in today. And they're absolutely correct. And that day wasn't five years ago. It might have not been three years ago. But they're absolutely correct that, that we're in the spot where that can be approved upon all the time. So again, with Health Champion, you know, our vision to kind of put the consumer front and center, ask them what's important in the space, help them. And remember, helping an 80-year-old is different than helping a 20-year-old, is different than helping a five-year-old, you know? Helping a mother raise a and father raise a family is different than myself managing my mom who's 77 years old from afar. These are all different paradigms that absolutely help champion can get in the middle of enabling. And in the social distance world we're in and we might live in for a while, can you even imagine how amazing that could be where that has to be more about how you operate? But that's not why knowing a pandemic was coming is not why we started help champion that's for sure so we're trying to figure out how to find a place to help in that like most people in the healthcare business digital or feet on the ground everyone wants to help like the industries do but go again there's lots of frameworks to be enabled in this stuff and to be brought to bear so we're going to keep paying attention to consumers so I'll tell you again our focus is consumer we're front running consumers but you've heard in this podcast there's there's just as much you know, B2B, or we call it B2B to C, because you're still getting the consumers. You know, the B2B for us is still consumers underneath the covers. They might be called employees. They might be called patients, but they're still consumers at the end of the day, you know, 100% of their lives. You go back and you say, even those folks are starting to understand that this kind of stuff is available. We should be doing it and want to move to support causing it to happen. Sure, they want some business value out of it. Sure. They want to better interface with their employees and help them manage their health. Sure, they want to understand that someone that is symptomatic that has COVID-19, you know, is possibly coming to work and they need to get in front of that and have a really important discussion, right? Sure, that child that's at Boston Hospital, a Children's Memorial, you can name any big city that has it, doesn't mean that it's Boston, but a Children's Memorial has the circle of care influenced and understood. Well, that all comes from apps and digital health analytics space and data interoperability that is core and fundamental to what Health Champion's doing. So we're going to keep exploring that. We're going to keep expanding that. We're going to keep listening to consumers first. We absolutely be listening to businesses uh, uh, for what their needs are and it's access to the same people. And at the end of the day, you know, again, express this again, you know, anyone who's running the Health Champion platform or apps, you know, it's fundamentally going to be in our premise, it's core to who we are, that they decide who their data gets shared with. Even if you got them, 
an individual person, that health champion, all of their data, and you help them manage their health, health champion would be a good thing. All people do not need to share their data to make themselves get to a better health in the healthcare spot. So even if someone didn't want to share anything, Health Champion is still the perfect platform for you to manage all this in a very private kind of way. You know, but pretty soon I think you're going to understand that there's lots of reasons to share data about yourself, like we're in this COVID-19 space, that becomes important to everyone else around you and may better your health too. So that's a little picture of vision. There's a little bit of touch on futures, but it's the same path. It's the same parting spot. It's a thanks to the people that came before us that you know did some blocking and tackling early in this century, if you will, to allow something like Health Champion to even try to do what we're doing again today. Absolutely, Terry. Thank you so much for this overview. You have a, a very bold vision for uh, where uh, Health Champion could actually go towards and evolve in. So I know you've, you've, you've launched the, the platform, I think the mobile application at the beginning of, of this year. Can you talk a little bit about the biggest challenges that you're facing right now? I mean, you have a live platform. What would you say are the biggest challenges to getting your company where you think it should be? Yeah, it's, um, it has gone from testing our vision, testing our strategy to a backlog of features and functions that we can't get to fast enough, <laughs> right? So, of course, when you have a good idea, you talk with different people, you try to write, and you start implementing that idea, and you start building the platform, and you start building the apps, and you move them out into the app stores, right? But from that point forward, right, so you get to that point by feeling, you know, you got a vision, you got a strategy, you've tested that, you've asked some people for their opinion, you've factored that in, you kind of launch, okay? After that, it starts to become more and more about what kind of feedback you're getting from either consumers or businesses on what you're bringing to market, okay? And the breadth and depth and size of feedback we get is astounding. And it doesn't stop industries. Think of essential businesses right now. You know, phone calls from supermarket chains, phone calls from construction industries, we thought maybe would never be there. Now they're front and center for us, right? So the industry breadth is almost amazing. So the challenge for myself and my team, which we are solving right now, uh, uh, we'll actually be making an announcement within the next like two weeks is how do you kind of supersize your feature function, your product development, and bring some of these, call, you might want to call it technology advanced, but never been done before type of features and functions to the marketplace where people say, you can't do that. And we say, here's how we do that. And they say, holy cow, does that look simple? You took all the complexity out. And we say, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? So we're not grounded in the way it's been is the way it needs to be. We're grounded in, we need to make this as easy and seamless for consumers to be managing their health. So that means you need to think differently. And that means you need to try and integrate and look for some newer technologies that allow you to do that because you're not replacing an old system. You're basically putting new things in place that people didn't understand. People thought it was complex. We're making it simple and we're hiding the complexity by using technology. So the big thing for us right now is I'd say kind of supersizing our product development efforts, our development team, all the apps, the analytics platform that runs behind the scenes that watches everything from 
all of our health champions to businesses that want to worry about a group, right? So all the uh, business analytics and the engine behind that, and of course, kind of pushing the whole vision of the company forward. So again, I think everything else will keep coming in line and we have the right kind of user community to give us the feedback. Our challenge is to take that backlog of things that we know are important and roll out that next feature set and then improve upon it every single couple of weeks. And we have tens of those to get to, you know, and think about it in the spirit of, you know, we've got 50 to 100 things that we know we could build that would be game-changing, differentiating. We have ideas on how to do that differently. But to do that and not copy the way it's been done before and just try to think about the way it needs to be done takes a little bit of research. And think about the same time you've got a core group of folks that for not quite a year now have been bringing this app to market every couple of weeks, rolling out more features and functions. But we need to take that team and times it by 10 because we've got the right platform. We've got the right people. We've got the right infrastructure in place. We're off the ground. We've got user communities. We're getting feedback both from the C's and the B's. So now it's about how do we take that and efficiently scale it to go get more advice and have a more expanded and more robust and more mature product set at any given time. And I'm speaking from the heart, we're in the middle of uh, solving that challenge right now. So that's uh, that's a real challenge. And basically, it's, you know, it's bringing more development capacity into the arsenal of what you already have and try not to slow down the good thing you have as you're trying to scale that by an X factor, you know, we're not trying to, you know, add a developer every once in a while. We're trying to add tens of development members to our teams to move it to the next level. So how do you keep delivering good things, you know, integrate and scale things by an X factor and bring new features and functions to market that no one ever thought was possible to do that way. And it looks so simple. We've you know taken the complexity out and that's our job. This shouldn't be complex. It doesn't have to be complex, but that also means you can't do it the way it's been done before. Absolutely. Um, Ryan, thank you so much for uh, being on the podcast today. This has been an amazing uh, conversation. I really appreciate all your input. For our listeners, if you want to learn more about uh, Health Champion, you can go to myhealthchampion.com. And uh, there you can uh, see more information both about the company, but also the symptom tracker for uh, COVID-19 that we have discussed during the podcast. Uh, Terry, thank you so much for uh, agreeing to this interview today. Well, Kodron, thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to the Healthcare Weekly Podcast. Don't forget to visit us at healthcareweekly.com. Subscribe to our channel on your favorite podcast app to get a notification every time a new episode is released. Do you know of an inspirational health leader who should be on our podcast? Email us at hello at healthcareweekly.com with details. Healthcare Weekly Podcast. Healthcare innovation starts here.